with my feet on the ground without one true love I ever found. Well, that was the fabulous Lauren Kinnan, who is going to be our first guest, if, um, if all goes well. Lauren, are you there? Um, Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Carol. Oh, I- How are you doing? Can you hear me? Okay, folks. So here's the deal. Lauren Kinnan, I don't know where she is exactly, but it's in the big city of New York. She's going to tell us in a minute. But right now, (laughs) we have a circus going on here, and uh, about 14 people making this show happen, and we're very happy to be here. And have these skilled people to help us. Thank you. 
Nick. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> and uh, this is Carol with Arts Live and Local. And today is a fantastic show. We've got people from New York City to Longview, Washington, to Cannon Beach, uh, what state are we in? Oregon, and then to Clatsop County. So do stay tuned, folks. going to be wonderful. I want to send everybody um, good wishes. If you were listening to Nick on the last program, he talked about all of the holidays that are happening all over the world right now. So... Uh, when we say happy holidays, that's going out to so many people. For me, we're getting ready to celebrate. Oh, my God. There it is, folks. Oh, my God. This is fantastic. Yes. That's uh, Hello? That's the streets of New York, isn't it, Lauren? <clears throat> Where are you standing? Well, um... Are you are you okay? I'm not sure what's going on. Hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me. Were those si- oh, were those sirens New York City? You know it. I'm I'm in I'm basically in the East Village, <laughs> and uh, and it is a, just a miserable rainy night. I feel like I'm I could possibly reflect some of my Northwest. Uh, roots here right. i don't have an umbrella of course of course um we don't use umbrellas here. we don't we don't use umbrellas <laughs> <No>. exactly <laughs> however we are not there we are here and the day is gorgeous sunshine oh. blue sky patrick is here with me in the studio i just sent him out to get some earphones because with all these different uh parts being used some of us can hear and some of us can't so very um, good we're gonna plug that in uh let me just mention to my listeners (laughs) welcome to new york city (laughs) i love it i know why i don't live there anymore (laughs) because that would yeah, that would drive me crazy. I actually grew up in Brooklyn. We didn't have all those sounds, but I did live in Manhattan, 108th and Riverside Drive. And, oh, God, uh, that's beautiful up there. It is beautiful, and it's also very noisy. And my good friend uh, Susan lives on East 66 between 1st and 2nd, and and my brother and sister-in-law are on 54th and Broadway, and the, between the garbage trucks and the sirens, it's crazy. So let me quickly. I int- I, I don't live in New York City full time anymore. Uh, so good. Uh, we just have a, a small apartment in the city, but mostly live on Long Island. So uh, when I come in here, oh. <laughs> I, I'm only I only come in for a couple days. <laughs> right. That sounds like a very wise thing. Well, um, Lauren, we're talking to Lauren Kinnan. Some of you, I'm sure, know her. Because, as she said, these are her roots here in the Pacific Northwest. Patrick, are you, you're with us now, too, right? I am. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Lathrop is here. He's the executive director of the Coaster Theater. And Lauren is coming out uh, next week to perform a concert called Love Letters and Ornaments in Blue. She is a Grammy Award winner a singer, songwriter, composer in the jazz 
then uh, genre do you do you sing other or would you say mostly jazz all jazz what well you know i grew up listening to all genres and paying attention to all genres and so really there's such a crossroads and intersection of my love of the great singer songwriter narratives like the Joni Mitchells and the mm-hmm. Carol King mm-hmm. and then and then of course i grew up listening to Ella Fitzgerald and Sarah Vaughan mm-hmm. and then i'm i love R&B and the blues, and so it's really Good. my whole life, um, whether it's either singing the standards or, or composing one of my all-original records, they are such a crossroads. I, I like to call them kind of Constantinople in that they just really <laughs> right. beg and borrow from all of the things that I love, Perfect. and they, so they have their own DNA stamp in a way. Yeah, well... That sounds so. It's not uh, jazz with a capital J all the time, right? Right, but it sounds um, more interesting actually to me because you never know what you're going to get, and you just uh, never except know. except that it's always going to be good. Uh, we would just listen, and we have several of your albums, but this um, uh, "A Sleeping Bee," "Sleeping Bee" is the yes. latest one. Is that your yes. last album? That's my last one. I'm, I'm in the middle of really writing my next one right now, but that's my last one, and it was paying tribute to the great um, Nancy Wilson. Ah, yes. And I, I, love, I, I grew up listening to her, um, and it's particularly that Nancy Wilson Cannonball Adderley record. I, you know, I, I held it in my lap, and I, I literally memorized <laughs> every song on that album. And so when I, when I went about thinking, well, I'm going to finally do my all-standard solo record what what's my mm. what's my connector here? What's the thing that's gonna kind of make it as much emotional as mm-hmm. um, you know uh, lyrically inter- interesting or harmonically interesting? And I and I just went, oh, I'm going to start at the beginning. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna see about playing with this idea of, of paying homage to a singer that I really adored. So so that was how how that all came to be. And, um, I, and I. I I love the record a lot. I like your dedication. I dedicate this album to two women who helped form who I am today, Nancy Wilson and my mom, Linda Kinnon. So (laughs) there, there you go. And and you still have family right here in Cannon Beach, don't you? Absolutely. My my mom's there, my brother, my sister, um, my niece. So, um, and my brother-in-law, of course. And so, yeah, I still, I'm there in Cannon Beach easily twice a year and sometimes more. Well, lucky for um, us. Yeah. We get to have a concert. It's home base. (laughs) Yeah. So how did you get to New York from Cannon Beach? Well, (laughs) I was going to school at Portland State University and just trying to figure out what what I was going to do with my life. And um, after three years of just, you know, doing lots of different things. I had joined the, the vocal jazz choir at, at the school. And, and I was like, what is this that people are doing with their voices that is more like a, a functioning little big band, but with voices. Mm-hmm. And so, and also I had been sitting in, I grew up sitting in at all the jazz clubs in New York city. I, I mean, excuse me, in Portland, like the jazz quarry and Delavan's and Eddie Weed was a mentor of mine and, um, and Ron, Ronnie Steen. And, all those people let me go and sit in when I had absolutely no idea what I was doing, except wow. I knew the tune and I knew the key that I was singing it in. And that was kind of, I actually had no idea that Portland 
was one of the best training grounds yeah. that I've, I've ever really had. You know, yeah. even even when I finally decided then to go to music school and I auditioned and got into Berkeley College of Music and I moved to Boston, when I got to school at Berkeley, I was also like, wait a minute, I had unbelievable mentors yeah. and I didn't yeah. I didn't really realize it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of nice in a way because you weren't intimidated. It was. Um, you were just right in there with all these greats. But, yeah, yeah. Um, Portland has that reputation. That was the good part of the reputation, and that's the one we like to focus on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you, Absolutely. what is coming up on the 23rd, that's a week from um, today, tonight, at the Coaster, um, Love Letters and Ornaments in Blue. What are you doing <laughs> I know, right? Well, it, it's the same way I, you know, when I came up with, um, when I was trying to conceive of a show, because Patrick has been so kind to have me at the Coaster Theater over the years, mm-hmm. and we've always done, you know, very, very focused performances that were that had to do with my release, my uh, the, the the new record that I'm, you know, focusing on. Mm-hmm. And so this one, I, I feel like the show will be a very reflective mm-hmm. um show in that I'm, I'm gathering a lot of the love letters and love songs, you know, thing, song, not, not that, and it doesn't mean that it's a love song. It just means that it's a song that um, I wrote about someone particularly in mind. Mm-hmm. And it could be, um, you know, about a family member. It could be about a stranger that I felt I wanted to make commentary on. Um, so it's a little bit about a collection of songs that all have um, a story about a person that inspired um, me to write it. And then, of course, the ornaments in blue just is right. just a, a, the fact that I so much of also my, my music is so deeply um, dip, you know, deep in the R&B sensibilities, too. And so I think it's, it's going to be it's going to be um, sort of, you know, covering a lot of different bases. But the, the notion is, is that it's going to be reflective and um, and talk about the things that really um, inspired a song to be born in the first place. So all of the music in this concert is original? Yeah, all of it will be okay. um, my original music. Wow. Um, I mean, there might be one or two. Well, I'll do some of the music from um, the Asleep and Be record, because there's a couple that, that I, I like that link into this idea, too, of, mm-hmm. of, of love letters. So there'll be some standards. There'll be um, original songs. There'll be um, an original Christmas song, and maybe we'll sneak in one other Christmas song if everybody feels like they need to finally, like, just sing a Christmas carol. <laughs> but um, yeah. but I think it's going to be very intimate, and the, it's mm-hmm. also really lovely because it's with Randy Porter, who has been a longtime um, pianist uh, friend of mine, and he's certainly accompanied, you know, just so many of our of um, our community there in the Northwest. So it's Randy Porter on piano, um, Timothy Rapp on drums, uh, Patrick Golochnik on bass, and then I'm, I'm going to invite also Lake Jerudek, um, oh, who is um, our local, you know, yeah. wonder, from, our, from our community, and Lake and Evan have um, opened my shows before, and, you know, and so I'm, I'm going to have him play a couple of tunes on guitar with me. When I was looking to see, because I remember we've spoken before, or at least I've spoken about you and played your music. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I still don't remember if I've ever actually met you. But um, it, my 
emails go all the way back to 2010. <gasps> uh, yes, it's at, that one was from BBQ. It was an announcement. And I believe that's the one where the Gerudic brothers, being quite young at that time, um, yeah. were playing along with you. And then I've got from 14 and 17. So it's such a delight that uh, you are able to and drawn to come back home and share all of this. So what's the story on a Grammy Award winning? What was that about? Well, you know, I'm in this group um, called New York Voices, which is um, I've been in. I've, the group has been together for 35 years, and mm. it's a vocal jazz quartet, very much like, very much like the Manhattan Transfer, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's, um, it's vocal jazz, and um, so we've been around for a long time, and we've made a couple of Grammy Award winning records. Um, one nice. with the Count Basie Orchestra, mm. um, a, a live record with them at the Manchester Craft, Craftsman's Guild. And then won a, a Latin Grammy with the great Paquito de Rivera, um, doing a lot of Brazilian music. And so we're on two of those Grammy Award-winning records, and they were thrilling records to you know to make because those we we became family with all of those people with with these basic. We just played with the Basie Band recently, and wow. again you Lovely. get you get back together with them after all this time, and it and they're old friends and family. Now Beautiful. we're showing you know. What's your son doing, or your son's yeah. in college, or you know, or <laughs> right. what you know? Where do you guys right. live now? And it's just beautiful that yeah. you can still, you know, get together later down the road and, mm-hmm. and still feel connected. Beautiful. So, New York slash Long Island is really <laughs> your home, but this is your roots. So oh, you absolutely. will be coming back here on a regular basis. Well, we are thrilled to have you there, here. There too. I say it sounds like. Did you go inside somewhere? It's kind of quieted down. <laughs> I'm literally sitting on a bench outside, um, and and I found a little quiet nook with a good connection. So I, I didn't move. I was like, oh, I'm not okay. moving from the spot. Okay. Well, that was great though. Having the orchestra of New York City in the background, as That's I right. say, I I couldn't live with it. But my people say you get used to it. You don't even hear it right. The garbage truck right outside. Right. Even if you're on the sixth floor, you still hear it. So, I but know. That, that was kind I think of fun. I li- Carol, I like it sometimes. I like to come back because it makes me hold my hand to the fire a little bit. And I mm-hmm. have to, mm-hmm. you know, I cannot just um, default to um, artistic choices that, that I've done before. It, ma- it makes me pay attention and keep risking. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it, when I do get in here, it, it's good. It's good for my artistic spirit because mm-hmm. it makes me have to rise. Mm-hmm. Good. So it's still coming from within and keeping you alive and vibrant. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. So that's yeah. Music, isn't that so? now? Others in your family are into other art forms. Are you the only musician, or were there? Oh well, my um, my sister Kate is a color Taurus soprano. She's a gorgeous okay. singer, and she's married to a gentleman who's a classical uh, baritone, and he runs the Arizona Opera. And they're just they're just lighting the world on fire down there in Arizona, mm-hmm. um, and doing amazing things. And my brother David is a fine art painter, right? Um, and uh, a music lover, and. Um, Everybody's musical. My niece is yeah. musical, 
And then my, you know, um, my sister, everybody sings. My mom sang, everybody sings. Yeah. Um, and then my daughter is at Boston Conservatory. Ah. She's a beautiful singer and actor. And wow. So she's a, a burgeoning artist as well. And um, so I guess, and I guess we're carrying on the tradition with our, with our, the next generation. My yeah. sister Kate's daughters are dancers and singers. So mm-hmm. I guess we're kind of, we're kind of stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, let's remind folks, I'm speaking with Lauren Kinnan, jazz singer, songwriter, composer, also R&B, and lots of other musical genres. She's going to be here. She's direct from New York City. I, you know, I think this may be a first for me. From the streets of New York City. That's Fortunately, right. the ball isn't dropping yet. So, And <laughs> Lauren, Lauren will be here in Cannon Beach at the Coaster Theater. What time is that concert? Do we know? It's 7.30. 7.30. Okay, on a week from tonight, the 23rd of December, Love Letters and Ornaments in Blue. Fantastic. Now, don't go away. If you can hold for another few minutes, I want to give Patrick a chance to... Um, did you want to say anything about what's coming up? Oh, I guess so. I was so enjoying Lauren's I know. Uh, it's just so exciting talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing you, Lauren, on Friday. I thank you so much. And in fact, Carol, I have to go to do a sound check because um, oh, okay. my NYU students are performing tonight with my best friend from New York Voices. They're performing at the Rockwood Music Hall so I got to go to do sound check, and I'm I'm so I've got to switch gears here and okay. go be go be a teacher go with be, mama bear. Go be professional. So, okay, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for joining us and oh, for squeezing you. this in. And uh, have a safe trip, and we'll see you next week. Oh, we sure will. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Thank you so much. We look forward to welcoming everybody to to the concert, and we look forward to seeing your bright shiny faces. Thank Great. you. Okay, be well, Lauren Kennedy. All right, you too. Direct from New York City, eh, Patrick? That was pretty cool. Very exciting, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Wow. So I'm going to give you two minutes, Patrick. Tell us what's okay. coming up at the coast. I'll just tell you quickly our <laughs> season for 2023. Uh, starting in uh, February, we're going to be showing Guilty Conscience, which is a, a, a psychological thriller. Um, the next show, starting March 24th, is going to be Sweet Surrender. It's about uh, it's it's a homage to the 1940s uh, divas. Oh, wow. and it's about two divas who end up in the same hotel suite together. Uh oh, um, <laughs> two divas together. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. This is scary. A lot of the divas at the theater are looking forward to auditioning. <laughs> Sylvia uh, by uh, Gurney is uh, May 12th, and that's this wonderful piece about a, uh, a couple who take in a dog and how that dog helps them define their relationship as empty nesters. And then in the summer, we'll be doing June 23rd opening Ken Ludwig Sherwood, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Uh, it's a madcap comedy with all of the legendary um, characters that you hope to see in, uh, in Robin Hood. Uh, in the fall, opening September 29th, we're going to have Sleuth, the ultimate game of cat and mouse. And we're very excited to be offering uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the... Uh, oh, yes. Um, oh, what's it? I can't think of his name right now. Um, Meredith Wilson, mm-hmm. the, the gentleman who wrote Music Man. It's his version of music. So it should be very delightful. And that opens November 17th. 
And then we will have a variety of special events, but I'll share with you we are having Pink Martini April 1st. Okay. Oh, this is great. They've been coming to our, our neck of the woods. So we are so blessed with so much music. And so what's some, isn't this, isn't right now the last weekend um, uh, last weekend of Scrooge the Musical. Right, <clears throat> right. And it's, tickets are going really well. We still have a few seats left for the three performances, but uh, they are going well. Yeah. So we'll close that. And then we've got Lauren on the 23rd, and right. then that wraps up our 50th week. anniversary season. Ooh, it's been a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, Patrick, thanks for coming all the way up here. Um, we, I was going to split the time, but Lauren is so engaging, isn't it's she? It's no problem at all. I so enjoyed actually listening to her, and I, I learned things about her that I didn't there know, you go. so that was great. You'll have something to talk about Mostly, next week yeah. when you introduce her. Okay. Yeah. And please come to the concert if you can make it. Mm, see that, everybody? Friday night, 7.30 at the Coaster Theater in Cannon Beach. And the um, website is coastertheaterre.com. Yeah. Okay. Love letters and ornaments. This weekend, Scrooge, the new musical. And uh, whew, great. Thanks so much, Patrick. Thank you very much. Okay. Now, I am going to try something. I'm not sure it's going to work, um, but I'm going to try pushing a button and seeing, uh, seeing if this happens. Folks, stay with me. They've got a personalized invitation. They do. Not too bad. My guest is not one of the singers, although she might be a singer. I don't know. This is our first time meeting. Kelly Wagsdale is the managing director, 
and friend, I'm not sure what that means, of the Columbia Theater uh, in Longview. So that's Columbia Theater, R-E. In Astoria, we have the Columbian with an N, and it's been confusing forever. (laughs) But um, yours is actually... How many seats are there now? 800? There's 816 seats. Yeah. And it's a wonderful theater and uh, very, very engaged, very active. Um, The former director, Jean-Paul Morelli, I love saying his (laughs) name, uh, used to come in and talk to us. And then I know he was leaving, and then COVID hit. So how long have you been there, Kevin? Well, I've been with the theater for 21 years. Oh, okay. Um, yes, and during COVID, uh, John Paul decided that was a good time to retire. And so I took over that position and have been in the managing director position about, well, going on two years. Wow. Was that strange starting up? during COVID, or was it better because it was slow? I don't know. Oh, you know, I think it was it was just horrible no matter how you look at yeah. it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was tough. Just, just tough for everyone all around. Well, and, yeah, I was a natural choice for a transition, but, yeah, it was still very difficult. It was, yeah, it's good you were there and you knew the theater at least. So what is happening now? We, that, well, let's tell folks, the group we just heard is Finnegan Blues Irish Christmas Concert, and that is tomorrow, 730, in Longview, Washington. And um, the... the um, Website is ColumbiaTheaterRE.com. Yes? Yes. Okay, so you can go to the website and just get an overview. But I thought it would be more interesting to have Kelly come in here, and uh, she herself can tell us. But have you ever been here before to KMUN? I have not. This is my first time. I'm very excited. Great. Uh, Have you been on radio before? I have. Okay. So, uh, So Kelly was no longer is, a KMUN virgin, not a radio virgin. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Well, that's all over with. You'll have to come back on a regular basis now. So um, is this the first show of this year? What's been happening? No, we have had uh, a few few shows. We actually did open up in September with the full season. Oh, okay. Missed that. Yeah. So we are we are very excited. We're we're hoping to get our numbers back up and mm-hmm. get more people coming to live performance. Mm-hmm. Finnegan Blue, um, as you said, is tomorrow night, and it's our big holiday performance. Where are they from? They're from the East Coast, mm-hmm. and they are a family, and they actually are doing a, a special holiday Irish Christmas, doing some traditional Irish tunes. But oh, nice. Traditional Christmas tunes mm-hmm. with kind of an Irish flair and mm-hmm. jigs and reels. I should note they will also be at the Liberty Theater in March. Okay. Too, so if okay. you miss them, you can always catch them at the Liberty. I like that the theater is kind of trading off information. That's why I was glad you got here early and could meet Patrick. So yes. you know. I was wonderful. And the yeah. Liberty and us were best Facebook buddies. Oh. So. <laughs> Well, now you'll have to join with the coaster as well. And yes. Yeah, today's show is all theater people, although one of them is representing another group, but pretty exciting. So um, what is, 
your season goes from 22 to 23. Yes. Okay. So I did look at the website, and there's some pretty exciting-looking stuff there, but I didn't go in-depth. Why don't you tell us what's happening? And also, who, who mostly is in your audience? Where do they come from? Mostly our primary audience is Cowlitz County, but our secondary audience is really Columbia County in Oregon. Okay. Okay. Um, when we do, we also have a, a pretty robust arts education program. And when we do mm. education o- outreach, we actually reach five counties, including Clatsop. Ah. So really? We do have schools that will come attend, you know, special arts education performances with artists or, or be involved. Now, has that been going on for a long time? It has. It's been, well, I should say it has, and then kind of COVID shut everything right. down. Right. And so in many ways, we're... We're starting over, yeah. like everyone. Yeah. But um, so can you give me an example of an arts education outreach program that you might Sure. Do? Yeah. Um, I would be happy to. Yeah. We, not too long ago, we had a program called Wilsden Lane, and that was with Maura Goldbeck, who was, um, her mother had been uh, a pianist, and she was unable to perform, of course, during the Holocaust, during Poland, during occupation of Nazi Germany. And so she went around and, and has a book and also talks about this experience. She herself is an amazing pianist. And so for that, we, we did an evening talk and performance mm-hmm. with her. But we had Clatsup and Cowlitz, Clark, Lewis, Wakayakum, Pacific Counties wow. come. Uh, and what bring age? students. What so, kind of age group? So that was middle to high school high for school. that particular right. program. Right. I actually saw not there. Um, when you said it, I went, wait, I saw that in Portland. Oh, wonderful. And it was extraordinary. She uh, transported us completely. Yes. She became her mother and told her story of, of yeah. Yes. Horror and fascism and music. And music. 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 Yes. And yes. A wonderful playing. I love that idea of bringing the kids in for something like that. It's That's wonderful. We've done that class. with Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. We have the Three mm-hmm. Musketeers this season, and it's, but it's really with the focus of it being Alexander Dumas' book. Mm-hmm. So it's not the, ah, the typical, right. it's more really true to Dumas, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that it comes from a black Haitian mind, you know, that that's right. where a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So do you uh, work with the schools uh, sometime and let them know in advance, and some of the teachers probably yes. prep their kids? And- so so we, we, we reach out to the superintendents, right. also okay. teachers, and um, we used to have a, a pretty big arts education committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we're trying to build up again, mm-hmm. which would be mainly teachers and right. get into the PTOs and really right. try to get young people yes. at an early age into the theater. Yes, beautiful. And and that, uh, I think your theater is, do you know what year it is? I think it's similar to the Liberty. Isn't it, it? 1925. 1925. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. And um, Except it was bigger. It was over a 1,000 seats until yes. they redid it. And the Liberty was something like 800, and they redid it to 650. So, yeah. you know, making a little more room for our yes. big bots. <laughs> or so um, do you have a committee that chooses what comes to you, or how does that work? So I choose the program. You do. 
Um, but it's always within the theater board of director, our mm-hmm. vision and our mission to make sure that we're bringing a variety, a diverse group of programming, and also meeting the needs of the community programming mm-hmm. as well. So, so they participate. Also, um, I think um, Jean-Paul put this together, correct me, if the stage concerts? Yes. I saw Carrie Newcomer there on the stage, and it was transformative because it's it's not the theater. It's no. just that space. You are five feet away, two feet or whatever, and you yes. all hang out together. It was wonderful. Are you able to still do that, or would you begin to do that again? Yeah, we start that series in January. Okay. And you're right, it's a, it's a wonderful... Intimate. Uh, intimate, yeah. just on stage, you're right there with the artist. Yeah. We have a a renowned singer-songwriter named Marina Christopher, mm-hmm. who's coming from Seattle. And, and another goal of that is to really promote these up-and-coming artists mm-hmm. who we know nice. we, we might not be able to sell 800 seats to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we want to support them. And so this is a way of bringing them right. to perform, paying them, yeah. and yep. making yep. sure that we're supporting nice. um, new artists as nice. well. Well, what was amazing was... I don't even know what attracted me because I don't live in Long Beach. Right. <laughs> I'm a little closer than my story, but it's still pretty far. But I went to that. I'd gone to a couple of the regular full theater. I went to that, and I was not familiar w- with the artist. And I was blown away. And then I found out, oh, excuse me, you never heard of Carrie Newcomer? <laughs> oh, duh. You know, so... Uh, she was not up and coming. She was up. Yes, she was already <laughs> she was there. On top of her game. And what a beautiful person, musician. Yes. And so that was a, I felt that as a real gift because, again, I was right there with her and she gave me albums for the station and everything. Yeah. So what you got coming in 23? So in 2023, we have, gosh, we have so many wonderful programs. In, in January, we'll have the Peking Acrobats with oh, members gosh. of the Shanghai Circus. That's all. <laughs> Always fun. Yeah. And um, we have a wonderful a cappella group called Naturally Seven. Although I should say the artists themselves would not want me to say a cappella because oh, they they're back or something. Vocal play. And they do yeah. all the instruments. Yeah. They yeah. have toured with Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones, Michael <laughs> Buble. Just me. Yeah. Astounding. Yeah. Now, how do you get a group like that? I saw them on the website and I went, Whoa. Yes. Where did this come from? So one of the things that we do with other theaters in our region in Oregon and Washington right. um, is we try to block book artists right. that that work and yeah. who we're not competing with. Mm-hmm. And this is a wonderful way for us to get uh, artists to tour mm-hmm. in this area. In this area right. and right. also keep the cost down right. for every for travel. And for travel and great. expenses. So great. that's that's one way that, yeah, that that's, we do. Uh, they felt like Catch this one, folks. It ain't yes. coming through again. But I would say that for Williston, too. Yeah. And but, and Jim Messina. We have oh, Loggins in okay. Messina and Buffalo Springfield. Oh, oh, excuse me. Grammy Award winner. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> folks. Uh, Columbia, no N, Columbia like the river, theaterre.com. And that's in Longview, Washington. If you ever go to Portland and you Go for Highway 30 
That's where you cross over. Uh, we have free parking. You, you're, <laughs> the only thing is make sure you either have good GPS or know where you're going because I got lost every time I went. But I have no sense of direction. So, <laughs> you know, shouldn't. But anyway, it is not right on the main drag. Right. So it's, um, but it's a wonderful place. And they do have, one time I came home with a special bottle of beer. I've still got it, the oh. label on it. Do you, uh, what, yes. What was that? That's mean? probably from Ashtown Brewery. We have a couple of wonderful breweries locally. But and they, then we would do that. We would put the label yes. for the artist yes. also. That was yes, that's what it was. And that was so fun. <laughs> they were terrific. So, yeah, we are so rich. And um, this is a little bit further, but not that bad. And Kelly Ragsdale, the managing director with whom I'm speaking right now, drove all the way here today, was the landslide still, still one lane open? Just one lane just open. Just one lane, but it was okay. It was okay. Okay, so you can get through on Highway 30 now. So tomorrow, 7.30, is Finnegan Blues Irish Christmas. And um, have a great concert. Thank and you. Kelly, thank you so much for coming in. And please make sure. That's what happened. I said, Please, yes, please put me on your list. I guess one of your people contacted Emma. Yes. And I said, yes, of course. So I'm delighted. And uh, we'll just keep in touch. We'll announce your events. And then when you can, then yes. you'll come on in. I will. Thank you so much for okay. this opportunity, Carol. Great. Okay. <laughs> Safe drive home. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> And happy Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, happy holidays. That's it. Kelly Ragsdale from Columbia Theater in Longview. And if you know somebody who lives out that way, do uh, remind them that this theater is hopping. Okay. Well, um, I, I picked up a piece from um, Simon Levine because Simon is playing tonight, 6 p.m. at Winecraft foot of 10th Street in Astoria, 6 p.m. Uh, I love Simon's singing and music and uh, all original and very diverse. And um, so I picked this one, though, because it's called Lights of the City. And after hearing Sounds of the City with um, Lauren uh, Kinnan, I thought we We'll hear from Lights of the City again. This is Simon Levine tonight, 6 o'clock at Winecraft.
Lights of the city going down. Simon Levine. And as you can hear from the UK, with that uh, pretty clear accent, that I love his stuff. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. So 6 o'clock this evening. While I mention that, let me just remind folks that on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, the 21st of of uh, December. We're going to be talking about it in a minute. And so I don't want to forget that there are several things happening. There is the Candlelight Solstice Labyrinth Walk at Grace Episcopal with Jennifer Gutenberger playing piano. That is from 5 to 7. You can go early And then you can head over to the Astoria Library where Florence Sage and Robert Michael Pyle, a.k.a. Bob Pyle, our good friends from right here in the neighborhood, are going to be giving a really rich winter solstice reading. So now let me tell you what else is going on Wednesday. But I won't tell you. I will let Danielle tinker. And Danielle is not a virgin on the radio. I don't know what the rest of her life is like, but not on the radio. I feel like I live here lately. It's kind of awesome. I I got coffee. There's chocolate. Right. (laughs) Shh, don't tell everybody. They'll all want to come. It's true. But Danielle is here with a different hat. And that is uh, the Arts Council of Clatsop County. And they are participating. Is this a national 
festival? It's actually international. International. Yes, yes. Wow. What is it called? Uh, it's called Make Music Day. Mm-hmm. It may sound familiar because we participated in the June 21st edition, which is kind of the bigger uh, summer solstice festival. Ah, I see. Okay, so twice a year. Yes. So That's th- why. Okay. Yes. Okay, so Make Music Day, and that is happening that same day, Wednesday, December 21st. And this year you're doing things differently, though, right? Instead of all over town. Right. So the summer festival is a lot uh, larger in scale. Mm -hmm. So the idea for that is to have uh, musical events happening all over town, all over the county, because the chapter really is in Clatsop County. It's not Astoria specific. Right. Uh, The winter festival, however, is a little bit smaller, quieter. smaller, quieter time of year. (laughs) So all of the events will be happening at the 1015 Theater. It's also colder. Yes. And wetter. Yes. So (laughs) no no outdoor performances for this go-around. No no having to run from one place (laughs) to another. So am I right? You start at 1 o'clock? Yes. uh, The 1 o'clock act, uh, that has uh, been canceled, unfortunately, that okay. there, there was a change in situation. But the doors at the theater will open at 1 o'clock. Okay. Uh, the first musical acts will begin at 2. Uh, <laughs> and each hour will have a different type of music happening. Could, do you have some examples Yes, there? yes, absolutely. Uh, we'll Bring have maritime on. music with Hobe and Mary. Oh, great. Uh, That's we, Hobe Kiter. Yes, yes. And then we'll also have um, rounds, sing, singing rounds led by the Astoria High School students. Oh, lovely. Uh, we have three percussion people coming in together. That's going to be kind of a participatory event. Mm-hmm. We also have instrument making. Oh. That will happen. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alan Matta, he sells the oh, cigar box. Yes, yes. He's going to come in Yay. and have a, an I- hour and along with Jody. I apologize. Witset, I think I, I might have That's might have right. mispronounced that. No, but um, Alan uh, made my tenor guitar. Oh, wonderful! Yes, oh, did. yeah. So, so yeah. Each each uh, hour, we're hoping to have some sort of participatory element. Lovely. Lovely. Uh, be be learning how to make an instrument or mm-hmm. singing along. Uh, the end of the night, the last hour will be the Astoria Ukulele Orchestra. Okay. We'll do a 60s sing-along. <laughs> and that will culminate into a parade down oh Commercial Street uh, with bells. Okay. Yeah. Unless there's four feet of snow. Well, um, I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now, can people, how do people find out? The schedule, where should they look? Uh, they should go to, it's ClatsopCountyArtsCouncil.com. Is it? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I know it's it's not. It's not the same it's as not the, the same name. As, it's okay. ClatsopCountyArtsCouncil.com. Okay. Uh, there's also a Facebook event on the Arts, Arts Council's. Oh, Okay. Facebook page, good, um, and that has the full schedule. Okay, everything is completely open to the public. Mm-hmm. No, no, no admission, charge, no nothing. charge. It's just a, yeah. a fun day. Yeah. Music, all age, obviously. All um, I think schools are out now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So bring the family. So um, the ten fifteen theater is, by no coincidence, at ten fifteen commercial. <laughs> so it's easy to find, and uh, it's a. Uh, our wonderful Black Box Theater, where I'm going to toot your horn, Danielle. Danielle directed the play that I saw last week, and that is 
closing this weekend. Two more performances tonight and tomorrow night. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> this is a one-woman show. And I did not know Grace Jacobson, is mm -hmm. that it? I never met her before. I had never heard of her before. And she is fantastic. Start laughing just thinking about it, <laughs> especially after talking to New York City today. She has accents and and wait, so that's happening tonight, tomorrow night there. So um, don't ever say, there's nothing to do. No, of course, <laughs> if you listen to this show, you know better. Uh, has it, was that fun to direct her? Oh, it was, it was such a blast. She's just an incredible talent mm -hmm. and brought so much to the table. I, I feel like I didn't have to do any right. work, honestly. Danielle's, Danielle's other hat, while she's here a lot, it's, uh, she is... Remember, I said three theaters represent. She's the executive director of the 1015 Theater. So um, what a fun show today. I had three <laughs> people come in, and they got to meet one another for the first time, some of them. So so this, um, did, were you able to take part last June? You're part of the Arts Council, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, yes. And what else is the Arts Council doing? We're trying to do events quarterly. We're, we've just kind of reformed as a nonprofit this year. Oh, great. So uh, last fall, we did a high school theater workshop uh, that was hosted at Coaster Theater. So high school students from all over the county got to mm -hmm. come try on different hats uh, in the theater environment. Uh, we also host the Art Summit. Uh, we did, uh, we're doing that every other year. Okay. So next year, that will be up again. Um, and we're also uh, working on the... Uh, American for the Arts uh, oh, yeah, survey, survey survey that will help us determine right. the economic impact of nonprofit arts in Clatsop County. Right. So if somebody comes up to you with a clipboard at one of the theaters in the county, don't be afraid. Yes. Go ahead and fill it out. It's very and helpful. <laughs> it, it really makes a difference. We were uh, I was used to be on the Arts Council. It's, it stunned us mm -hmm. to find out how much money comes into our county, our community, through the arts. Yes. So again, you know, when people talk about jobs, here we are, you know, this is yeah. a very viable economic boost for the community. Okay. Well, Danielle, anything else we need to know about this? Uh, uh, December 21st, Wednesday, um, the first show is at 2, but the theater's opening at 1, so 10.15 commercial. And uh, make music day. And should people bring their own instruments too? Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and make some music. Okay. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank and you. Representing the Arts Council. If somebody wants to, um, is interested in joining the Arts Council, does that happen sometimes? Yes. Uh, we're con continually taking applications. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I believe we, I don't know that we have a, open spot currently. Mm -hmm. I'd have to do the math here. Right. Uh, but we're constantly taking applications. People's terms come up annually, so there might be some openings coming up in the near future. Right. And yeah. it's good to check it out before oh, you sure. stick your yes. hat in the... Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Danielle Tanker. Thank you. Okay. So much going on, folks. How is this possible? Including... It's that time again, I can feel it all around The afternoon light and the leaves on the ground 
horizontal rain Autumn winds outside I plan to take a walk instead I crawl in bed and hide I crawl in bed and hide But it's moments like these I feel like is the beautiful voice and music of Catherine Clare. She is uh, today, 5 p.m. in the Halem, the White Clover Grange. Tomorrow, Saturday, she'll be in Ilwaco at the River City Playhouse from 4 to 6. That's part of the Peninsula Performing Arts Center. And Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m., she will be at the Larson Center, 16th and Franklin, the old pack in Astoria, Catherine Clare. We, many of us know and love her, along with Sid Ditson and Don Henson. Um, okay, I think we've got Friday taken care of tomorrow night. Colin Malloy of the Decemberists is at the Liberty at 7.30. Michigan and Jenny Q and many others are at Kala at 7.30, but they are sold out as far as I know. You can check. Uh, Columbia Theater, Longview, Finnegan's Blues, 7.30, and Riverbend is having auditions for Brighton Beach Memoirs at the NCRD, 2 to 4. Sunday, Jennifer Goodenberger and Shelley Loring will be giving a concert, piano and flute at the Cannon Beach Community Church, and more auditions for Brighton Beach, and Cat Claire, Catherine Clare at the Pack, the Larson Center, and don't forget the library at 634, Bob Pyle and Florence Sage for the winter solstice reading, Make Music Day, 1 till 8, and the Solstice Labyrinth Walk. That's it for me. Thanks for being here. I'm going to wish you all a very full and rich time of winter, the darkest time of the year. The darkest, longest night of the year is this Sunday night, and that is when Hanukkah starts. So I send you all Hanukkah, solstice, Christmas, all the blessings of whatever tradition, faith or not, that you enjoy. Bring the light into your life and I'm sure you can bring it into the lives of others. Lots of love and peace in our world. <laughs>